Welcome in everybody to a special edition of 410 Sports Talk on a Friday night pregame edition for the divisional round of the 2023-24 NFL playoffs. We are 410 Sports Talk, as I mentioned. I'm James Haskell, my co-host Glenn Martin, and uh, we're excited to talk about this Baltimore Ravens, your Baltimore Ravens, Houston Texans matchup. Glenn, it is finally here. I can't believe it. Oh, less than 24 hours, man. Yeah, and it feels like it's been forever since we've seen oh. our team. I, I, I absolutely cannot wait to see these boys back out on the field. I know it's going to be chilly out there, uh, but look, if, if any team should be ready for this type of weather, uh, it should be the team playing in their own backyard, right? And not and not Houston uh, coming up from the south. And and uh, it, it's it, is it true what they say is you buy the coat where you're going and not where you're coming from? Like, do they really not sell warm? clothing in certain areas like warm enough clothing in certain areas jimbo i guess not i don't know i've never experienced that but okay look it's gonna be a shock for the texans yeah yeah 20 degrees is game time temperature is what i'm hearing that field is gonna be hard i don't know if we have the same thing that kansas city has with the the uh the water underneath the warm water system underneath i think we do have that yeah we have that i wish we Mm -hmm. didn't um that that ground would get rock hard, boy. Oh uh, yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be really interesting. And I think that side note, I think that it will be interesting to see how their offense moves, uh, not on turf and in a cold environment away. Mm-hmm. I, I do think it will have a a big impact on the game. But there's so many uh, storylines and um, details to get into when kind of going over this matchup. But of course, the big place, the the, the first place we start is is injuries right because we've had three weeks since meaningful football not the last week of the season wasn't meaningful but it really wasn't meaningful for the Ravens seating purposes uh but uh so a lot of guys have gotten healthy we've gotten some great news uh we've got some kind of bummy news on some other guys but either way we're gonna get into it uh so let's mm-hmm. start there Glenn what do you think yeah buddy and I'm fortunate that uh trusted source ryan mank shout out to ryan mank has the injury report for both teams readily available so let me zoom in a little bit here we'll start with uh the bad guys and then we'll move along to the good guys here in just a second so as you can see here the houston texans uh they got quite a few names on this list and some key contributors certainly on this list uh you can see nico collins didn't practice today but that was just rest related no issues no uh, concerns about whether he's playing however there's some, there are some guys that uh, that, that aren't going to be suiting up. They already ruled out defensive end Jerry Hughes, which is you know a, a loss for them, no doubt about it. it it's questionable whether or not tackle George Fant's going to be able to go. He missed, as far as I know, all week with an illness. So even if he's able to get out there, Jimbo, I mean, he's going to be a shell of himself. I mean, if it's the kind of illness that's been floating around our area, I'm sure he's going to be a little weaker than he typically would when he's fully healthy. Uh, that, that that's not good. And then uh, Sheldon Rankins didn't participate in practice throughout the first couple days, but did get back. He's on track to play. Same can be said for Will Anderson Jr. Although th- these guys are nicked up on the in the front. I mean, these are important players. Sheldon mm-hmm. Rankins, Jerry Hughes, Will Anderson. These guys are big time players in the front line. Big time. And they're banged up, Jimbo. So even if they do suit up, I think we're going to see uh maybe a lesser version of what they typically are. Yeah, that's going to be uh, really interesting to see, and I won't get into too many details. So I don't want to reveal too much, but certainly that is going to have a huge impact on their game Greener. and ability. 
yeah, and an ability to to defend this Ravens offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, a lot of limited guys there. Um, and they're coming on a short week, like yeah. playing on a Saturday. Not a ton of time like the Ravens had. So, Jimbo, why don't you go over the yeah. Ravens side of things? Yeah, so us. we've got some good news, uh, you know, and that being, of course, Mark Andrews having a good week of practice. However, I, I do believe, didn't we get an official? Did we get an official status? We did, right? I'm pretty sure Rappaport pr- predicted he'd be out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that that's pretty official. Um, yeah, Zay Flowers, we've known about his issue. Uh, but the biggest one I want to name here is Marlon Humphrey. Mm-hmm. Marlon is not playing in this game. And it's, out. it's a real bummer. Uh, we wish he was out there, and we hope that he is out there. Uh, if we have the opportunity to play in the AFC Championship game, he's certainly a guy that would be difficult to um, just simply make up for his play. Uh, he's he's a he's a high energy guy, he's a high effort guy, he's a high discipline guy on the field. And he's you know he's had some tough tape this year, but overall he's still one of the best corners in the league. And he was just kind of rounding out. I felt like you know what yeah. I mean. He was making some Marlin type plays, and they had another injury. Uh, but the other one I want to I want to mention here too is uh, it's a good thing that Devin Duvernay is coming back. Devin, oh yeah, Devin Duvernay of course is is on the list, but he's practicing full. He's yeah, up, John he's already said he's playing. Yeah, and and Tylen Wallace has a knee issue, so I'm I'm mm-hmm. obviously I hope for the best for Tylen, but at the very least, it's nice to have Duvernay back and and not to have a third option back there, which probably would have been. Um, Oh my gosh, Keaton That's Mitchell, good. who's not you know who's not available either. So who knows how would have deep how deep we would have gone? Maybe Zay or whatever. Justice uh, probably. Yeah, justice. But I'm glad we got the All Pro back. The last mm-hmm. one I want to mention though, Glenn, on this list uh, is Ardarius Washington as a as a highlight. We talked about him. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you know he's been in back back practice for two weeks now. Yep. Uh, so that's exciting stuff for him to be another guy out there that's got some ball skills and can. Uh, you know, defend in the slot. He's pretty versatile, even, you know, even being an unorthodox uh, size, uh, but he's, he's a versatile guy and he's proven he can play in, in multiple scenarios. So yeah, man, overall, I think exciting. Like Marlon yeah. is a big bummer, but overall, I think there's some exciting stuff on here. Yeah. And I think Mark Andrews getting, tr- even trying to get out there yeah, is pretty impressive, but obviously it was, it was a tough hill for him to climb. But the good news is if he's already, practicing in full and back-to-back days. I think it's it's pretty good sign he's going to be back next week and certainly be back if the Ravens are fortunate enough to get to the Super Bowl. So, yeah, shout-out to him for for working his butt off in the training staff, which, by the way, you know, the Ravens training staff got bashed pretty universally by by every player that came through here back when when Steve uh, – I can't remember his last name. Steve something or another. He brought the dag- daggone COVID virus into the building, was no. still hu- stuck around. Was voted yeah. the worst strength and conditioning coaching staff in the league, and boy, did they change it around! They got a whole new staff in there, and the reviews have been amazing. Like rave reviews, these guys, especially the veterans, saying their bodies feel better than ever at this point in the season. So, got to credit the Ravens organization getting it right this time, getting the correct guys in there, and certainly the the strength and conditioning crew deserve the most credit. But uh, yeah, our Darius coming back, man. I'm not going to just like act like that's not a, a big deal. I think the way he was playing, I know he he missed all season, but don't count that kid out for making some big plays this Sunday or you know in the future in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I can't agree with you more. I don't think that's a, a small detail. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, well, pretty good health report, you know, at this yeah, point man. in the season, Jim. I ain't yep. mad about it. And shout out I just to wanna... Laney, baby. Go ahead. That's right. I just want to say one thing. Unless I'm mistaken, I saw no offensive lineman on that list. None. None. Big deal. 
Big deal. Big, big deal. I also want to shout out Cole Jackson, of course, who we always have on the show. I did just see this on Twitter. I might be late. You guys already saw this, but apparently in apparently in Canada, uh, they already gave up the script that the Ravens and the 49ers are playing the Super Bowl nice. uh, while, while doing their weather report. I thought that was pretty funny. So, uh, look, feel good, ladies and gentlemen. It sounds like we got this game in the bag, according to the script. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm not mad. I'll take it. Ryan Laney says, Ravens, baby. Let's go. Absolutely. Yes, it was Steve Saunders is the name I was looking yes, for, the former Saunders, training yeah. staff member. Shout out to DK on that one. Um, yeah, thank you guys and all those in the chat putting his name out there. Connor says, what's up, boys? I'm going to be at that game. Or at, yeah, at the game. Uh, the bank better be rocking until the game mm-hmm. is over. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm hearing a little bit of concerning news on social media with the the fact that there's some available tickets uh, with with some surprisingly low price tags uh, for this game, and I'm I'm, you know, look, we would have loved to go to both games. We could only go to one, so we we chose to go to the AFC Championship game. But man, I I hope that the bank is rocking, Jim. I mean, we have one of the best home field advantages in all of football, and I'd like it to be shown this weekend to the nation, but. Have you seen the same thing I'm seeing where ticket prices tickets can be had for sub 200 a pop? You know, I, I haven't seen that. Honestly, I haven't been on the lookout. In fact, that what I was going to say is the very opposite. I've, I've heard some, I don't know if you saw the clip from, uh, and he might be positioning a little, a little postulating, but, uh, Derek Henry and, and on busting with the boys talking about how good that Ravens, um, playoff vibe is how good that uh, that fan base is and how loud they are in the stadium so mm-hmm. that is kind of a bummer but you know what we'll hold it down i want everyone banging on the seats in front of them and no one getting mad that the person behind you is banging on the back of your chair okay that's right and uh yeah so i think it'll be loud and proud and 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 cold and dude let's go man okay yeah. hey enjoy the game connor too man enjoy it no doubt. No doubt. Uh, let's Look see. Doomboy says this time feels different. I'm getting my hopes up, dude. It feels different, doesn't it? Oh, for sure. It definitely feels different. But at the same time, Jimbo, I cannot help but still be a little bit, you know, weary. Uh, I guess because I just it, it's it, the you know the fact that they've still taken off some time. I'm not, I'm going to recognize that that could impact at least how they start. I'm not, I'm not blind to that. The fact they're playing a a Texans team that's coming in has been playing playoff football for many, many weeks. They're coming in hot. They're coming in confident. And the pressure is completely and totally on the Baltimore Ravens. They are coming in no pressure. I mean, what do they have to lose? They're a year early from competing as it is. So while I'm confident, while I'm, you know, certainly excited, and and I think this team is is, uh, good enough to win the Super Bowl, I'm not just going to overlook this uh, Texans team. So this is going to be a good game, so tough matchup, and this is a totally different team than we played in week one. Mm, Yeah, you bring up a lot of good points, Glenn, but uh, I still have a lot. I mean, I'm sure you do as well. I have a lot of confidence, and, uh, man, I just can't wait. I can't wait for that. that kickoff tomorrow. Ravens O's Nation, but I understand your reservations as well. Ravens O's Nation says, hey guys, underrated storyline. Nobody's talking about Mike McDonald as DC of Michigan when Stroud was QB for Ohio State. He knows Stroud. That's fair. I mean, he obviously got the best of him week one. It's, he's a totally different player at this point, but um, Mike's been, been had, had the upper hand at quarterbacks he does or doesn't know this year. Yeah. He's just dialing it up. I mean, I don't think this can hurt him by any stretch of the imagination, but uh yeah, I guess that's an interesting point. Appreciate that, Ravens Association. I did not think about that until now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, certainly more for 
I guess you get more out of the week one game than you do it out of that, but maybe some tendencies, some weaknesses, strengths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, he mm-hmm. certainly dove into into everything. I, I just want to say one thing about that matchup that I've been thinking about. I'm, I'll, yeah. This might be premature. I know we're going to talk about the defense eventually, but you know, it's funny. I think that uh, this is just my prediction. I, I think a lot of people are expecting the defense. A lot of things, you know, you change from week one to the first division around the playoffs, but they had success in week one. I think that a lot of things are going to present differently. And then by the time the ball snapped, they're going to be the same. If that makes sense. Like I think Mike is really going to keep it simple in a lot of ways for his defense, but really make a full more than once of that offensive line and, and potentially, uh, you know, the guy in her center. Cause he's still young, you know, say what you want, but he's still a young guy. I'm just excited to see how it manifests, but I think the defense really does a number on this offense. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, buddy, let's get into oh. our matchup. We got to break it down. We always start in the same place, Jimbo. We start talking what the opposing defense is going to look like uh, against our offense. So I got some numbers for you, Jimbo. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Yep. I got some numbers for you. The first number is more of a team stat, but since we're talking, uh, you know, we're starting to talk about statistics, I'm going to bring this one up. They are plus 10 in turnover ratio, Jimbo, plus 10. So, it kind of gives you a little idea on how they got where they're at. Uh, they've won the they've won the turnover battle. The Ravens, for reference, are plus twelve. So, uh, two good teams when it comes to protecting the ball and turning over the opposing offense, and that's certainly a big factor, definitely in the playoffs. Uh, but mm-hmm. as far as their defense goes overall, they're tenth uh, in points, giving up twenty point four on average to opposing offenses in yards. They're fourteenth, three hundred and thirty yards per game they give up. Jimbo, third down, they're seventh allowing opponents to convert 36.3% of their third downs. Uh, let's see, rushing yards. They are uh, sixth. It's a good run defense, Jimbo. They only mm-hmm. give up 94 and a half yards per game on the ground. They're uh, Let's see, they are second in yards per carry, three and a half. So it's a good run defense. Uh, mm-hmm. Through the air, they are 24th, giving up 236 yards per game. Through the air, they are 27th in opponents' yards per pass, giving up seven yards per pass. So that not so hot, Jimbo. So as you can see, this is a it's a good run defense, but not the best pass defense. They got some guys in there. I, I know I was looking at uh, who impacted last week, and and starting their safe starting safety was a, was a Raven not too long ago. Uh, he, uh, Carson, he was a something Carson. He was hyphenated last time. I got to pull up his his name, but he was. He was a practice squad safety for us. Uh, now he's their starting safety. So, yeah, they're they're a little anemic in the in the secondary. But I mean, look, they got two good cor- they got two corners that like to turn you over. They got one, uh, Stingley uh, with uh, six picks, I believe it is, and their other corner has got five. Uh, so they got they got a lot of interceptions on the back end. Uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, Stingley's got five, and the other guy's got four. Stephen Nelson. So they will turn you over. But mm-hmm. they'll also give up some yards as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I I tell you what, Glenn. I just uh, you know, you brought up names and and they're they're worth mentioning. We also talked about names on the uh on the injury report, and I think as well as they've they've been playing, I I still think they're gonna have some issues against. I mean, I think we know this. I think you would agree with me. They're gonna have some issues against our offense. Uh, and and I'll tell you what, I'm really looking forward to. You know, I was listening to some radio today. 
And I thought it was interesting. They said the exact same opposite thing that Cole said to where Cole was excited about the matchup of the edge rushers against our uh, tackles, because he feels like while they're speedy and things like that's not issues we've had, like we haven't dealt yeah. with, you know, the anchoring and the power guys, the 270, the big strong guys have been really problems we've had on the outside. Uh, I think that it's funny. I've been waiting for this all year since like the second half of the year and it really hasn't happened, but I think our offense really does dominate in the run game this week. And I think that our O-line takes it to these guys and takes advantage of some of the guys that are, uh, you know, a bit light in the bosom and, uh, and, uh, go at them. Right. I I'm excited for them to really dominate. And, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, man. I think that, um, that Ronnie can can make a statement for himself in this game. I think that Morgan Mogus can make a statement for himself in this game. Obviously, the interior guys as well, uh, with old you know number eight and thirty five in the backfield. But uh, wow, so you like you like our? I mean, look, Greener, Jonathan Greener, twelve and a half sacks. Yep, he's he, he's he's pretty darn good. Will Anderson Jr. seven sacks. Mm -hmm. Maybe uh, I think obviously a rookie, so he's going to continue to get better and better, sure. and maybe you know. Uh, he, he's worn down a little bit. I mean, he shows mm -hmm. in the practice reports. He hasn't been participating as much. And then you got Sheldon Rankins from the interior with yeah. six sacks. So I, I, I mean, I, I think I know what you're saying. It, you're, you're more worried about the bull rush, the, the strong guys than the yeah, power yeah. or than the yep. speed rushers. But man, I, I, I do have a little bit of concern more so with Morgan Moses even than than Ronnie, uh, Ronnie Stanton. Yeah, because when Ronnie's healthy, like you said, you don't have to worry about guys running around him. Yeah, no. This year, Morgan Moses has a what I think is at least a partially torn pack. Yeah, and so it, like it, it makes that punch for those speed guys a little less effective. So I'm a mm -hmm. bit concerned about one side of the line, not much on the other side, and and certainly will help Moses getting Zeitler back, and maybe they can help out Moses with with tight ends and, and backs chipping and all that stuff. But I'm a bit concerned about Moses versus those edge guys. Yeah, yeah, no, and and I understand your concerns. I just, I'm feeling a breakout game for this run. I feel like we haven't had a classic like Ravens run dominant game. We just haven't had one yet in a while. Not that we haven't had them. I mean, I I don't know if we're still leading the league in rushing, but I know we're averaging like a buck fifty a game, so we're definitely still able to rush the ball. But one of those games where we really take the soul out of you. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm I'm feeling that. One. And I'll tell you what, Glenn, I'm gonna take it one further. I'm going out on a limb. My breakout player this game, every time, every time a guy comes, every time somebody, he starts hearing somebody nipping on his heels, every single time he has a big game. Justice Hill mm. is going to break out in this game. I'm about to go real crazy. Justice Hill's getting two tutties in this oh, game. Oh, stop it. It's fine. You can say, I think he also had two in week one, didn't he? Did he really? I did pull up their the, stats. I mean, the box score. Let me see here. Yeah, I'm pretty Justice sure he Hill, two tutties. Okay. He, he's going to double it up. Two touchdowns. By the way, him. eight carries, nine yards, two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. He's getting two touchdowns. He's going to certainly have more yards than that. But I really think that that this offensive uh, rushing attack is going to be dominant. The num numbers be damned. I don't care what their defensive numbers are. I think from a matchup standpoint, we can yeah. do a lot uh to to take advantage of some of their weaknesses on defense now like you said i mean the secondary is what it is and if we end up breaking some big plays over in the passing game well my whole theory could go out of the window right because we could have already been up a few scores but um yeah i think i see a, a big game for one justice hill okay all right i like that uh I, to me it's like 
when I look at this matchup, I want the Ravens so desperately to still try and lean on these boys. And and even though they are, I mean, look, they're a good run defense, Jimbo. Like I mentioned mm-hmm. it earlier, they're second in yards per carry, given up three and a half. I mean, but this is certainly a unique rushing attack, an attack led by Lamar Jackson. But what I what I think they could do if the rush rushing attack isn't as effective early, if they find themselves behind the chains or forced into a, a bunch of third and longs, and maybe they convert a couple early, I think the the change that they can make is to use the short pass as an extension of the run game. Yeah, let make these guys tackle in cold weather. What we see all throughout the playoffs so far is missed tackles from defenses mm-hmm. turning into big chunk plays from offenses. Get the ball quick in the in the hands of Zay Flowers. What, what I notice is they're they're secondary. They they play off. They don't get up and press you a lot. And that's probably why they have five and four interceptions respectively from their one and two corners. Is because they they like to play off and then jump. And, and try and try and make a big play, which makes them susceptible to the double move, but also susceptible to the quick pass, and then they have to make a tackle. I like our chances getting like the ball to, to Zay Flowers on the wing. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, the, re- the return of, of Devin Duvernay. I think he's been banged up a lot, and that's why he hasn't looked as explosive and as fast. Watch out for the return of Devin Duvernay. Don't be surprised if it's a jet sweep. Yeah, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wouldn't be shocked to see some missed tackles and run through some arm tackles and run away from some people. So you and and also the same we said for Justice Hill and and uh, and Isaiah Likely. He was almost my my pick was Isaiah Likely because I I strongly believe that he's going to have an opportunity to do just that: catch the ball short, mm-hmm. make a guy miss, and turn something small into something bigger. Uh, but my my breakout player. It's going to be Zay. I mean, Zay Flowers, mm-hmm. not only did he have like nine it. catches in the first matchup. Yeah, that's right. You're not the only one looking back at that first matchup. He had nine catches in the first matchup, but also, I mean, he's just gotten so much better throughout the season. He's become more and more of a focal point, uh, in my opinion, than I thought even, I think even Ravens fans would have guessed that he'd be this, maybe not Jimbo. Jimbo knew it all along. That's right, right dude. Don't forget now. Jimbo, Jimbo knew it all along. Look, where's, but, where's Kadri at? You know, uh, you know what I'm saying? This guy's going to see his his guy go inactive next week, a healthy scratch next week, and your guy's going to be the target getter. That, that, right. You know? Uh, but, yeah, he's my guy. Zay Flowers, I think he makes he makes plays, I think, short and deep. I think watch him. Mm-hmm. watch it. Once they use the pass game, I think, to set up the run game, they're vulnerable against play action. They are vulnerable to play action. I think they use the pass to set up the run to set up the play action. And, man, I, I think he's going to hurt him in, in, in many ways, Jimbo. Many ways. I like it. I can't – I like the idea of extending the – or using the short pass as an extension of the run. You know, it always makes me nervous is, like, in the cold, the ball gets slick. Mm-hmm. Um, Just deflate you know, you, him a little you, bit. What would you say? Deflate him. <laughs> Take a couple PSI out of those things. You know what I'm saying? Hey, the goat did it. I guess it's – you know, I guess yeah. it's good enough for anyone. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's undeniable, right? Yeah. Now, else, why did he throw his phone in a in a in a pool, right, or a cement or something or whatever? You know what I'm saying the dude was trying to get rid of some evidence. I don't blame him one bit. Uh, Jimbo, do you think it's important that Lamar Jackson wins the quarterback duel with C.J. Stroud for the Ravens to win this weekend? No, no, because he's won this- every duel so far. When he's yeah. gone up against MVPs, it's been bad yeah. news bears for the other MVP candidate. 
It has. But I don't think it's... I mean, look, I think priority number one, obviously, is get the win. But what you're saying is that does Lamar have to have that type of game to for us to win? Is, yeah. Is that, yeah. No, not like does it need to be a statement for Lamar. I, I think that's a no. I think Lamar's eyes are fully set on the on the Super Bowl, right? And that's his statement. But uh, no, I don't think so. I, I think that's one of the things that people have been saying that that's been the knock for Lamar Jackson's MVP race, right? Is that there's been games where he hasn't have to, hasn't had to be Superman and we still win. I think we have the the deepest, most well-rounded football team in the NFL. Uh, NFL is on multiple phases, and um, yeah. So I don't I don't think so. I just I don't I don't think it's necessary. But Willie. Yeah, you know, there's a chance Lamar Jackson might be sitting on the bench in the fourth quarter. Do you think so? Oh there's a chance. Uh, right by the heater. Right by. <laughs> Big old jacket on just. <laughs> just right by the heater. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Get, in there okay. and get out quickly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. Right. I, I can see it. Does yeah. he? I, I guess so. Now, we haven't brought up in our preview, but so I'm going to ask you now. What type of looks is Dalvin getting this game? Is he getting early work? Is he getting work if Gus and Justice maybe disappoint the coaches in some way? Like, what, what's your take on what Dalvin's involvement is this weekend? Mm. I'm hitting you with the hard questions this time. I know, because I've been thinking about this since the news was, like, official. You know what I mean? What will it be? What will it actually be like? Uh, I'm he's It's John Harbaugh. He's, he's going to get, like... Three, three plays on the field. <laughs> you know the best case scenario. So. You know what I mean? That everyone expects a guy to come in there and make a big impact. And John's like, wait a second, he needs like a year first. Well, look, they're not. He's. I don't know. I don't know about. I'm being sarcastic, year. but but look, we could get up by a few, and then uh, and then he could get in there in some garbage time, see what he can show. Wow. See okay, can do. so you don't he think do. he'll get. First, second crack at it in the in the early uh, parts of the game. I don't think so because it's it's a lot of trust to put a guy that's new to your team. Mm-hmm. You put the ball in his hands, mm-hmm. and you know what if some mesh point issues happen? What if you know? What I mean, I don't know. I just I don't know. It's a lot to put on a guy in the playoffs who hasn't been there the whole time from a trust perspective. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you I know, see what you're I saying. No, I mean, there's mesh point. They haven't had a ton of time to work on that. Now, who knows what type of plays they're going to call? Maybe they maybe they'll limit some of those those issues by by selective play calling. But yeah. I I got a sneaky feeling that he's going to become more really? of a uh, just more more of an early impact. Like I don't I what I don't want to see is the disappearance of of either guy, both Gus or Justice. But I certainly I think Justice has shown that he is got some lightning in a bottle, and I don't want to just abandon. Yep. And put him on the bench and put him back in his role as the as the you know special teams ace. I, I want to see that guy catch a ball out of the backfield. I mean that guy's he's he's got some explosiveness this year, and I think mm-hmm. it's caught some teams off guard. So I hope I hope we see all three backs in reality. Mm. Mm. I wouldn't be mad at it. I just don't want this fool to make, come in here and make some mistakes. And oh, imagine a terrible fumble. Oh my gosh! I, I would. Oh, Dalvin Cook would be on my short list of. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, people. Okay, so proper. Didn't we have? Okay. 
I'm going to the Niner game tomorrow. Good luck in your game. I w also was at the Christmas game, but we won't talk about that. Our teams are playing very similar opponents, young teams with nothing to lose. Yeah, there's a little bit of an element of concern there. Uh, it's not concern, but it's certainly a thing that exists. But look, well, dude, man, it's I crazy how similar they are. Same spread, point spread, if I remember correctly. And if you look at their first week, uh, their, their wild card week numbers, Identical. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but if you look at what CJ did and what Jordan Love did, like the same yards, the same passer rating, the same touchdowns, no yeah. turnovers, completion percentage was like even literally how many they attempted and how many they completed. Identical. It was crazy. So to Propa's well, point, who was bit trolling last week, when I get it. I get it. They ruined his Christmas, and now he, he they ruined it in person. I well, see. I hate I hate to, and this is not a troll job, Prapa, or for those uh, Niners fans out there. There's going to be one difference about these teams after this weekend. You're taking the cheese heads. I am. Wow, dude. I am. Now, why are you taking? Are you I taking them not. just because you don't want the Niners to win? Honestly, no, no, no. I genuinely You're have shekels down. No, I'm not. I mean, I'll I'll put some money down with someone if someone wants to put. I mean, take nine and a half if you're feeling that good about them, Jimbo. Yeah, I, I guess I can. I, I might I might put some money in on BetUS. You know what I'm saying? You guys should maybe do the same. But yeah, I don't know. I just I uh, I really like uh, the the coaching staff they got over there. They do great mm -hmm. in the end of the year, and I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I don't know. Okay. It's gonna be interesting. Okay. I feel good. I feel good about the pack. Dude, they can run the heck out of the football. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Jones looks healthy, finally. Mm -hmm. He's been hurt all year, but he is a difference maker when that guy's healthy. What the flock says, you guys catch Nick Wright's pick? He's petrified of us this year. Says Texans win and KC at home for AFC Championship. How are these clowns on TV? Well, oh, this guy isn't. Yeah, he's the epitome of hot takes and... Yeah, always the next Skip Bayless. Yeah, he he really is. He really is. Yeah. When I Skip agree. finally is dead and gone at 200 years old, um, Nick will be taking his job. Yeah, he's he is the uh the troll in waiting, it seems like. Uh the incumbent to 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 Skip Bayless. But I mean, I know a lot of people like the guy. I, I think he's he he's a good he uh Well, he's the same one that tried to say rice is better than Zay Flowers. Did he? Okay. Yes. That's fine. Stop it. That's fine. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, 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 no. You're right. He's petrified because he doesn't want Mahomesy to be on the road too long because he knows if he's on the road, he's not going to make it to the Super Bowl. That's what he wants. He's just an mm -hmm. undercover for the, not even undercover. He's, he's a Chiefs super fan and that's all he really cares about. So every single point is to, to figure out how the Rams can be successful. Like that's. You mean the, the yeah. Chiefs? Or the Chiefs, my bad. The yeah, Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. The Rams. <laughs> Yeah, now right, I, <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're fishing. They're fishing right now, enjoying their their off time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be a tough matchup for the Ravens' offense. I think uh, from in certain uh, certain respects, it's a, mm. it's a good run defense, but also they got some certainly some areas where the Ravens can can attack and exploit. So, ooh, that on. weather, boy! I tell you what, Glenn, if Gus goes off though in the second, half, if Justice goes off in the first, wait till Gus comes out. If in the we second. get a lead, dude, it's. Just time. Burm, it's, burm. A problem. it's a problem. If we get yeah, a lead, that yeah. cold weather, man. Hey, business decisions are going to be being oh, made out there, bro. You know, guys are going to start punching, calling up the girlfriend, texting <clears> him at half. Hey, 
Book us a flight. Get us an Airbnb. We up out of here tomorrow. That's right. That's right. And I'm not going anywhere cold. Nope. Take me to an island somewhere. Well, look, they got some good guys on the offensive side of the ball as well. Led, led, of course, by C.J. Stroud. Nico Collins is an absolute stud on the outside. He's he's been huge in their in their recent you know success and their playoff victory. He was a big time contributor. Uh, John Menchie's a speedster. Dalton Schultz is a. It's kind of like the uh, he he doesn't necessarily have a ton of wheels from the tight end position, but the guy can find the opening. He makes tough mm -hmm. catches. He's a ton to get down. Uh, Devin Singletary really just kind of took over their rush attack. I mean, everybody expected, um, everybody expected, what the heck's his name? That running back who, who burst on the scene last year. God, why am I blanking? This is what happens when you go, when you, uh, do this live. Uh, oh, uh, Damian Pierce. There it is. Damian Pierce. Um, Damian Pierce took over their running back room last week, last year. And everybody thought he was going to have a, a big leap and, and go off this year, but he was a stinker. I mean, a real stinker of a player this year until Devin Singletary took over, and he's been uh, he's been a good player. He's averaged four point two yards per carry on the ground so far. Where uh, Damian Pierce was at two point nine. So, ooh, I don't know what happened to that guy. If he's dealing with an injury or not, but uh, definitely watch out for Devin Singletary out of the backfield. Looks like their their stud left tackle Laramie Tunsil is going to be out there as yeah. well, playing just as Cole Jackson predicted which will certainly be an advantage for them in a lot of ways and give our guys some some tough uh some tough looks but Jimbo I gotta be honest with you I'm not like I, when you look at their offensive group it looks to me like Nico Collins is the guy you really got to take away like if you mm -hmm. look at when they do well and when they don't it's all about stopping that daggone Nico Collins from absolutely killing your team with big time chunk plays down the field uh, but let me get into their offensive ranks because I just went on like a little thing here. Uh, 11th yeah. in points, 23 and a half a game, 12th in yards, 343 a game. Their 20th and third downs converting 37 and a half percent of those rushing yards. They're 25th, 20, uh, 95.7 yards per game. Uh, they're 23rd in rush attempts. They don't try a lot of rush attempts and they're 29th in yards per carry 3.7. So not a good rushing team. Uh, passing, however, they are 13. I'm sorry. They are. There is sixth in yards, 247. They are fifth in yards per attempt at 7.3 yards per attempt. So they can throw the ball a heck of a lot better than they can run yep. the ball. Uh, but they will try to run the ball early. And if you let them run the ball early, specifically to the edges, which Jimbo, let me remind all these fans, this is the same offense that the Niners run, the same offense Miami runs, same offense the Rams run. We saw all those teams have success on the ground with, with much better running backs, in my opinion, and and probably better, well, definitely better offensive lines in, in a few of those, on a few of those teams, but probably better offensive line in all, on maybe Miami because they were banged up with mm -hmm. Armstead and, and all those guys being out. But yeah, similar offense. So Jimbo, knowing that we were kind of, they were having success. I mean, remember what Kyron Williams did. Remember what C CMC did. And remember what Devin Achan did against us. Mm -hmm. Do you get any concern? Because if they get Singletary going, they're not a good run team, but they will try. Do you get worried if they get him going that this could be a, a tough matchup for us? <laughs> Come on, Jim. Don't do that when I ask you a question. Don't do that. I was going to wait to see how long it took you to be like, is he frozen? <laughs> 
No, but seriously, dude, I have no concern about our defense, at least at this point in this game, uh, in, in the playoffs. I just think they're going to be so dialed in. These things matter. The guys that are in your locker room matter. Talking about Roquan. I mean, first of all, our defense is just star-studded, right? Like, look at our squad. Kyle Hamilton is coming back. He's got some nice rest. Obviously, that's a huge, a huge advantage for us in the in the in the uh, rush defense. Uh, I think our interior guys are going to have a day uh, mm-hmm. from an offensive line standpoint. Uh, so, no, I have zero concern about Singletary, the former Buffalo Bill, who got shipped off because he he couldn't hack it at the Buffalo Bills. So, like, I'm good. I'm not concerned. No. Okay. All right. I ain't worried. I mean, I hear you. I hear. I, I think that stopping him on first down is still a, still going to be a key to this game because they're going to try yeah. and see what they can get to the edges. They're going to try and see if they can take advantage of some spots that other teams were able to. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to find out. But you said out. it, though, Glenn. They're so top-heavy. You know how I know they're really top-heavy? I haven't mm-hmm. – I haven't, I mean, I've looked into some basic stats, but I haven't gone into, like, AWS stats. Because this is the first time in the history of this show that – Glenn, you put do you put in the players to you put it you put in the players to watch, didn't you? This, on this one? I, I did not. This time DK did this. Okay, this yeah. is a, it doesn't matter who did it. This is the first time in the history of this show that we've had to put an offensive lineman on their on their offensive players to watch. Because, like you said, it's CJ Stroud, Nico Collins, Dalton. Menchie. You know what I'm saying? It's like after that, it starts to get a little dicey. Yeah, yeah. So, like, no, I'm not concerned about this offense. Bring it. Bring it all. Yeah, I want all okay. of it because you better believe it. it uh, Roquan Smith is in there going full on Mickey from Rocky. Mm-hmm. They're going to eat lightning. They're going to crap thunder by the time they come out there, dude. I tell you <laughs> what, man. I cannot wait for this game, dude. Oh, I can't wait. Goodness I, gracious. I love it. I can't wait either. Uh, th- yeah, I, I do, do, th- do, think, do think it's coming. The reason I say I think it's a tough matchup is this team – loves to get chunk plays down the field, specifically to Nico Collins. Uh, but also, excuse me, John Menchie's got, obviously got some speed, some game-breaking speed. Uh, and, and Schultz likes to roam the middle of the field, and he can get some chunk plays too. But they are they are one of the very best teams at getting the ball down the field and picking up big plays. So the good news for the Ravens are they're the best in the team. I mean, the best in the league at limiting that. They lead the league in yards per attempt by opposing quarterbacks. So, it's just a tough matchup because what the Ravens make you do is, okay, you're going to go, you want to score, do it in 12 plays. It's going to take you 12 plays to get down the field because yep. you ain't going to get any chunks. They, the Ravens just don't give up big plays. And that, and that's a combination of the fact that they don't let you get behind them. But also this uh, the team that leads the league in sacks. So you don't get a ton of time to drop back and let guys get far enough down the field to throw the ball uh, to them because you're typically on your backside. Now I look at, I, I look at a couple of things. I, the last time they got really beaten, they went on the road, Jimbo, to a cold weather place. They went to New York and they played the Jets and they got beat 30 to six. And your boy, your number one, your QB one in your book, yeah. uh, Zach. Oh, he Wilson, had the game of his life, didn't he? Dude, 27 of 36 for 301 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Went absolutely crazy. And in that game, of course, not rooting for this, but C.J. Stroud, 10 of 23, 91 yards, was sacked four times and was knocked out of that game with a concussion. And so who 
look, this is just a fact. The Ravens, as far as I know, have hurt more quarterbacks this year throughout their run than any other mm -hmm. team in the league. And the reason being is they lead the league in sacks. They hit your quarterback mm -hmm. the most. And so more opportunities for things like that to occur. So I think they're going to beat up C.J. Stroud. Uh -huh. I think they're going to limit the chunk plays. And as long as they can stop the or the run game on first and second down, they'll force them into long third downs. And, and I just don't think C.J. Stroud's going to be patient enough as a rookie quarterback to just take what we're going to give them. Because here's the thing, what they're not going to be ready for. A lot of teams, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let you have the underneath stuff. But they don't come up and tackle like we tackle, Jimbo. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. The Ravens tackle with violence when they And you get think there, they've been so. doing it in the regular season? Woo-hoo! still this week. Uh. Woo! Hey, Glenn, I love I love that. I, I am so excited about this. Like you said, it's it's all about Stroud. It's all mm -hmm. about Stroud and and what we can do to contain him. And I'll tell you what, I'll give you my uh my breakout player and my defensive key to the game. First of all, my defensive key to the game, right on that point, being all about Stroud is I kind of mentioned this, but I think they're shaky on the interior of that offensive line. Uh, I think that Michael Pierce, Travis Jones, and one Justin Metabike are going to mm -hmm. set the tone for this defense, for this Ravens defense this week. So I think that uh, they have a big game. They really do a lot to confuse Stroud. And uh, DK was kind of mentioning this before the game. He really likes to climb that pocket. Uh, he doesn't do a lot of lateral stuff. I mean, obviously he'll get out there and move when he has to, but he likes to climb vertically, and uh, I think it's going to be problems, mm -hmm. problems for him, uh, and I, I cannot wait to see it. So I think that's really where we're going to shine. I think that's our defensive key to the game. If we can really pressure him from the interior, it's going to be a long day for him. Uh, and I like your point too, Glenn. He's going to be like when you lack that patience, he's going to be forcing some things. He's going to think that erroneously that he can, you know, squeeze a ball in a window or two. And I'm saying Kyle Hamilton gets an interception and a sack in this it. game. Uh, I think, you know, some of that forcing of the football is going to cause him to get his hands on one. Maybe a ball gets, you know, uh, tipped up in the air. And for sure, I feel very likely that he gets himself a sack based on the way that, you know, he's finally healthy, coming back. Stroud takes some deep drops. Uh, their offensive line is struggling, like you said, on that right side. I mean, who's losing a battle outside of Tunsil? Like, who are who? I don't yeah. see a single guy where we're like, crap, okay, well, that's a wash. Mm -hmm. Uh-uh. I see an advantage everywhere else, and Hamilton's definitely going to take advantage of that as well. So. And Tunsil's beat up. Yeah, and he's beat up. You're absolutely right. I mean, they'll have them all shot up and Novocaine, oh, or, yeah. you know, I'm all ready Pour to go, but that's right. All of it. Everything that's mm -hmm. legal. Give me it all. Mm -hmm, I need mm -hmm. the Whitney needs to sing tomorrow. Right? Like, so and uh, I, I love Kyle Hamilton. I love that pick because he's going to be big in those flats, man. When they're, when they are, when they're trying to get yeah. the ball down the field and they see it's not there, they're going to dump it down. And, and, and Kyle Hamilton is going to be one of the, the welcoming crew that are going to get uh, him on the ground quickly. And I think you're right. I think he does cause some sort of a turnover, whether it's a, a, a force fumble, you know, a tip ball, like we saw, uh, end up in his hands. Something's going to happen where Kyle Hamilton's, Hamilton's going to get his hands on the ball. I love that pick. To me, defensively, just I, I mentioned limit the chunk plays. As long as yeah. they don't pick up chunk plays, I, I just find it hard to believe that they're going to get all the way down there. And look, we've seen times, we've seen plenty of times, the Ravens are 25th in yards per carry on the ground. But the difference is they're first in yards, or they're first in rushing touchdowns allowed. So even if Singletary does have some success on the edges, on the ground, as long as you stiffen up in the red zone, that's not really all that matters. Three ain't going to get it done. 
I don't see a kicker who's not used to kicking in cold weather coming into Baltimore in 20 degrees and putting a ton of field goals through the uprights. I, I just don't see it. I don't know if you were outside today. I was out there. I was on the oh, yeah. hills. It was windy out there yeah. in Baltimore. So it's going to be cold. It's going to be windy. Don't be, You cannot be reliant on kicking field goals to win this game, even if points are at a premium. Uh, my, my, my breakout player is Roquan Smith. Last time when we played them, in week one, uh, what do you have? 17 tackles, I believe it was. Uh, 16. Like that. 16 tackles. He had that huge sack. You remember when he just smashed CJ Stroud with just a mean looking? I mean, it, it unbelievable. But Patrick Queen was a close second. I was going to say, Patrick Queen's right there, dude. That game, he was big. He was big. 11 tackles. If you remember that sack he had, they tried to pick up a blitz, I believe, with Singletary. He ran through him, and he didn't even slow him down, Jimbo. He just, mm -hmm. G -g excuse me, and then just absolutely <laughs> destroyed C.J. Stroud. I think the linebackers both have a big game. I'll pick Roquan as my breakout player. But, yeah, man, it's all about limiting those chunk plays down the field and, and yeah, make, just come up and tackle. Come up. I, I think, you know, sure. the playoffs the playoffs are all about turnovers and tackling on defense, in my opinion, because, holy smokes, what was what was Ray Ray Lewis was about? I mean, he was about to suit up. He was so disgusted with what he was seeing. Yeah, no, I I couldn't agree with you more. I cannot wait for this defense to get out there and and just impose their will with the physicality. Uh, I'm I'm absolutely looking forward to it. Uh, all right, let's see what uh, can you throw the super chat up here for me, DK? Okay, cool. Money making Mitch. Money, money making Mitch. I think it's money making Mitch. <laughs> nice. I don't understand how they. I don't understand why. Just spell money the right way, money. Uh, yeah. That's okay. Uh, maybe it was already taken, the username or something like that. So you maybe, changed maybe. it up. Uh, I don't understand how they can talk about 2019, but then they tell you the first game of the season, son, don't matter. Oh, the season. Okay. The season don't matter. Make it make, or make it make sense. Yeah. Um, I see what you're saying. So, like, why can they be like, oh, this is the same team 2019 when that was years ago? Literally, like, mm -hmm. my son wasn't even on earth. Yeah. yeah. Right. And now it's like, oh, that week one game was so long. Ah, just a, nothing yeah, from throw it away. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. what? That's a good point, Mitch. You know, I like that. Yeah. Make it make sense. It doesn't. People on TV need something to talk about. And this is what to talk about. I mean, literally in 2019, there's there's so little that is the same, like offense different, defense different. I mean, so many key contributors are so different. Yeah, Lamar's the same, but there's not many people outside of him that are the same. But certainly the rosters, the coaching staff, the schemes are all the same from week one of this season. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Good point. I like Trenton it. Simpson. I, I, I see that cross in the chat, man. I, I don't know if we'll see Trenton this week, but man, was he impressive in that last week and gives a hope that when, when Patrick Queen is lured elsewhere by monster contract that someone's going to throw at him, that at least uh, Roquan will have a running mate next to him who looks to be pretty explosive, and and let's hope he can he can uh, fill those shoes. But, yeah, man, this is, is going to be – I can't – you know what, Jimbo, I, I think is so right. I saw Dan Orlovsky talk about it, and I even mentioned it on the vault, like w when Sarah asked us, you know, what was so exciting about heading into this into this uh, postseason. I, and I talked about how – it didn't matter what the Ravens did until the postseason yeah. because they've already had so much great, uh, so much regular season success. And then Dan Orlovsky heard that, stole my, no, no. Then he then he echoed some of the same sentiments. Oh, uh, he heard it. He heard it. 
obviously two smart guys thinking alike, but he he said the same thing. He said, look, I mean, they, they have to win it. Like, they have to win it to silence the critics. And sure, there'll be some critics that never shut up and never stop the hate. By the way, did you hear Bill fucking Polian again? Oh, did you hear it, Jimbo? No. Jimbo, I... I find this. Jimbo, I've got to put it up for you. Right Do you have now. it? It's on Bobby Trossett's Twitter. Please listen to what this goofball. Are you pulling it up? Please yep. do. Yep. Listen to what this asshole had to say about Lamar Jackson. Still, please pull uh, this. Up. I mean, this guy is. It's like he's. It's like fuck. he has not. It, it, it's like he's still living. I guess in 2018, 2017, when the when the draft talk was was being discussed about Lamar Jackson, like there's no way he's watched anything over the last few years. I mean, there's just yeah. Let's see here. Okay, I got this. It's just the the podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. Just listen to what this goofball has right. to say. I mean, all right, here we go. All right, let's go. Oh it's gonna blow, blow your blood, Jimbo. Oh boy, to do it. You have to be very disciplined you in your rush. Yes. You have to tell the rushers that they're not there to sack him. They're there to keep him in the pocket and make him throw the ball and not escape and not extend and not do any of the things that opens up all of these receivers. Um, and and that's hard to do. That's, it's, it's hard for coaches to teach that. It requires a technique change. It's hard for players to get their heads around it, but it's absolutely necessary. And uh, if you're playing with a spy, uh, you better put your best athlete on him. He's as still an athlete, Jimbo. Because That's he's all a better he athlete than anybody you got. Mm. Very likely. To Keep do it. pocket, Jimbo. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Ask Six five touchdowns, perfect passer rating. Oh my goodness, gracious. It's so crazy to me because uh, I feel like if you watched some old stuff, not saying that Lamar had those abilities that he's displaying this year, previous years, but because the passing attack was so rudimentary, the the uh extension magic, like the Mark Andrews, Lamar Jackson backyard football was necessary because the scheme wasn't sufficient, right? But now you see guys that are being schemed open. I mean, what happened on that Zay play? Lamar didn't have to extend the play. He didn't have to do anything special. But he had to drop it in a bucket, right? Like, had to hit the guy. And that's what he did. He stayed in the pocket. How many times have we seen Lamar now sit in the pocket and dominate teams? Just absolutely Mm -hmm. carve them up. This is just ridiculous, old, weak Guys, do not say that th- he makes sense. This does not make any sense. If None. you do not pressure Lamar Jackson, if you go into this with the game plan of we're just going to not let you get outside the pocket, not let you extend play, and just keep you in the pocket, he's going to absolutely destroy you. You yeah. have to move him. You have to get him on the ground. You can't just let this guy be comfortable in the pocket oh. and expect it to go well for you. Yeah. Every team that's done that, has gotten killed. The teams that have had success is teams that get him on the ground, that rattle him, that pressure him from the interior, that escape his, I mean, that cut off his escape route. That, to, to let this guy feel comfortable in the in the pocket, I mean, I hope that's what they do. That is the sure, silliest thing. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's crazy, dude. Crazy. Yeah. But 
I mean, I guess just some people's perspectives will never change on what it's, you know, what it looks like to play quarterback, I guess. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's about that time. Playoff edition. Actually, Tone the Virgo says, Ravens Station, let's get it. Stay locked in. Don't <laughs> blink. I need the bank to be so loud it can be heard in Annapolis. I have a feeling the bank is going to be loud and proud. I have no uh, concern. You see RTV? Sorry about that. But you see RTV, 17 of 18 in the pocket against the Dolphins. His only incompletion was Bateman dropping that ball. Yeah, that's crazy. It's pretty good. Yeah. How, oh, my gosh. Um, anyway. Yeah, the bank better be rocking, Jimbo. Rocking. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, Glenn, it is about that time. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get right into it. Uh, we're going to get right into it by taking a quick commercial break. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we got to shout out the sponsors real quick. Let me see if I can figure this out, DK. I got this. I got this. I got this. All right. And if go. you are not an elite passer, you are not an elite quarterback. Period. Jackson's a project. He's not Sam Darnold. He's not Josh Rosen. You watched them last night. He's not even close. He's not even close. For three years, he's kicked to the curb. He's a wide receiver. He's a bust. He can't play quarterback. And you want to take your quarterback and turn him into a running back who also happens to pass every now and then, then, then that's great. You can't sustain it. Nobody makes a living in the National Football League running the football as a quarterback. Why would you have to change to becoming a wide receiver? He's too short. I want my quarterbacks to be quarterback. I'm looking forward to being a real. What are they getting? Everything out of me. They're going to get a Super Bowl out of me. Need that. Not bad for a run, bro. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Bet US is throwing it down. They're giving you 125% matchup, $2,500. Look, take sure. the points on the Ravens. Take the MVP odds on Lamar Jackson. Anything Ravens, take it. And on top of that, the previous uh, promotion that for the Super Bowl that we talked about a few weeks ago is still active and still going. Um, I, I, I have some details on that as well. I do have to dig them up. But, look, Prize Picks is where it's at. I'm going to get that, and we'll talk about that promotion Hold in on. a second. Yes. Bet U.S.? Oh my gosh. Bet US, excuse me. Sorry, Freudian slip. That was a mistake. But by um, the way, that other the other place that he just mentioned is only matching up to a hundred bucks. And they're not even in Maryland, so Bet US is matching and yeah, then some up to twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah. So definitely use Bet US. They're the best in the business. And how about that yeah. video, ladies and gentlemen? Lamar's too Dude. short. I never forgot that was the thing. What's he six three? He's too yeah. short. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Holy come on, smokes. man. They'll say anything about this guy. Holy anything that they can come up with, right? It never ends. <laughs> He's too short now. I didn't hear that one. That's good. He's like taller than me, Jimbo. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, oh my gosh. Uh all right. Well, yeah. let's get right into it. What do you think? Uh hang on. DK says, hang on now. Hold uh -huh. your horses, Jimbo. Pull back uh -huh. on their old reins. Shout out to Nana Rave, by the way, in the uh, in the chat. It's been, a, it's, I feel like it's been a, it's been a little while since. Been a minute, Nana Rave. Uh, I know she put up a comment in a recent video, mm -hmm. and and it's nice to see you. Appreciate you yeah. joining us, Nana. I hope you're doing well, and I oh. uh, hope you're staying warm out there. Because it is playoffs, we got a double time for you. Let's throw it up, DK. We, no audio, but that's okay. I don't think there's audio with this one. There we go. Win 
Tickets to the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. Right there. That easy. Bet US. Uh, you see, there we go. Okay. Yeah, and I'm there just going to run through it real quick. What it said on the screen. Let's Basically, this is the way you participate. You do three things. You place a bet on any NFL line and share your bet slip uh, on, of course, you know, uh, bet US. You tag uh, bet US underscore official and tag the friend you are taking with you uh, to the Super Bowl. Use the hashtag bet. U.S. Roman numerals 58. That's L-V-I-I-I. Uh, so go check it out. It's really simple. Today, Junior. Yeah, so go check it out. Look, get yourself a chance to go to the Super Bowl and see your Baltimore Ravens there. So what do you have to lose, man? 25 bucks. You have everything to gain. Remember, bet, tag, tweet. And, uh, and hashtag. That's it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And by the way, in case you guys forgot, the People's Champ took down the regular season championship. Um, so, look, these boys are just hoping, they're praying that they can come at your boy for the playoff championship, but that ain't going to happen. I mean, I'm not going to let them win. I Look, I'm like this Ravens defense nowadays. I When oh, I boy. smell blood in the water, oh, boy. I pounce. When I got an opponent down, I step on their throat. And that's what I'm going to do. To okay. these two gentlemen, as much as I like them both. I mean, I do. I like these guys. But no mercy will be shown in this playoff competition. Man, if so I win this week, it. I want five minutes of solo screen. Five minutes? Hold on. I won five the minutes. season. I didn't get any solo screen. <laughs> no, I... What's going on here? <laughs> Look, you're laying it on thick is all I'm saying. That's right. That's right. It's people's chant. People's chant. <laughs> Hey, rightfully so. Rightfully so. That is fair. All right, let's get right into it. You got him up, DK. Let's do it. Oh, and of course, if you want to, if you want to participate, sorry, this is not a only us competition. for everyone. Win some swag. Uh, the playoff winners will get a sweater, not a t-shirt. Getting a sweater. That's right. It's a black sweater. Some of you have already gotten in the mail for being a multi-time winner. Uh, so uh, if you haven't gotten the mail, it's certainly on its way. Uh, I think one's headed out to Hawaii. I know that. But all that being said, uh, get a sweater. So put your submit your answers, any social media handle above Glenn's head or in the comment mm -hmm. section of this video after it is done going live, not in the chat. All right, DK. That being said, number one, over under Ravens rushing yards, 156 and a half, which is their season average. Glenn, I'm just going to let you know now I'm going over. I know they're a good rushing defense. We already went through all that, but I think we have some opportunities to take advantage of them. Going over. Got faith in the uh got faith in who's the our leading rusher, Jimbo, this game. Yardage. I I'm going Lamar. Because I think he's going full on playoff mode, and I think he breaks just a few, but I think yeah. he goes ham on it. Okay. All right. Hey, Zach Wilson had a 10 yard run against these guys. Okay. I can get a 10,000 yard run running backwards. That's right. Talking. That's right. Uh DK agrees with you. He says over as well. I'm gonna say under only because it's a uh, it's a good run defense. Uh, it's it's going to be, it, and I think the Ravens are going to throw the ball a lot this weekend as well. That's fair. So, I mean, like you uh, said, that's a weakness of theirs. DK also just wants to put his hat in the ring and say that uh, Dalvin Cook is going to have our longest rush this week. Longest that rush is a shaky the limb. Rusher. Oh, the lead rusher, DK? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. Woo! Shaky limb. I like it. I like it. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the only one saying under. You guys both go over. All right. Yep. Next one is. Ravens 
receiving long 41 and a half yards yeah. is the over under. I'm honestly shocked at all our answers, Jimbo, because we unanimously agree over. And, yeah. and this, this surprises me only in that that's a pretty long pass. I mean, 41 and a half yards is not a short, small chunk play. That's a game changing, big time play. What makes you so confident? Yeah, I just think we can get a lot of ways. I, this one was tricky for me, but I finally decided to go over because I thought, okay, how can they get it? They can get it like they got it with Zay, right? Where it was just a they, they can scheme him open and break one, right? Where in the air, that ball was probably 40 yards, if not close to it, if, if I remember correctly, yeah. right? Um, or they can get a short run. You already talked about the poor tackling. So I just thought, man, there's a multitude of ways they can get this done. Look, you can see another wheel route to justice. You can see a dump Dude. off the justice going for long. You know what I'm saying? Bateman, so, what if Bateman, what if that breakout right. is happening? Yeah. So, I mean, there's just so many ways that they can get. You know. Isaiah Likely, athletic freak in his position. And you're if right, they can't right. tackle, you better forget about it. So, Dude, yeah. I'm, imagine I'm, trying to tackle Gus Edwards. Just imagine, just try and imagine feeling what that, what him running into you, trying to grab his shoulder pads that yeah. are frozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely yeah. frozen. Like. No, thank yeah. you. No, but, but see, on our side, I go, can I imagine Roquan embracing all oh. of that? A hundred percent. Like, you better believe it. He's going to run. Like, it's just a different mindset on our side, I think. Different yeah, mindset. no, I agree with you. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, yeah, so I'm going over for sure. I feel Yeah, I think it could be rack yards. I think you're right, Jim. I yeah. think it could be not necessarily all going to be the over the top. I think run after catch, baby. Maybe that mm -hmm. screen pass that we saw Zay that got called back. Maybe we see that again this week, and we see him. The old we well. Him. He's going to the old you well know? for some water. Dude, big old Odell well. Beckham has had a highlight reel of blocks this year that just go unnoticed, but that dude will lay someone out with a block. It's kind of yeah. crazy. Team player, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's, let's go on to the DK. next one. All right, uh, CJ Stroud, passing yards, 255 and a half. He had 274 last game, Jimbo. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going with over... This one was tough for me. I think he goes just over. But part of the reason I think he goes over is because he's they're so dependent on him doing that. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just so dependent. They're not going to dominate us in the run game, in my opinion. I know that, look, we have, haven't have been great middle of the field against the run, but their offense also just is so reliant on him to play this way. So I think for me, it's really that simple. Whether it's junk, junk yards or not, he's got to chuck the ball around the field. So I'm going over mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And for that exact reason, Jimbo, they are so reliant on this guy. Yeah. The only way he doesn't hit this number is if they have ground success. And while I, I do get a little nervous because the scheme has gotten us to the edges in, in a couple of different places, I just don't think they have the horses to make it happen. Uh, and, man, I just – do you think Singletary's breaking many – like, just doesn't seem like he's mm -mm. the guy for this job, which is probably why he's not in Buffalo – yeah, getting carries because uh, it just doesn't strike me as a cold weather back. So I I agree. I say boy. over. Yeah, I mean, look, we got a lot of Florida boys too. We but do. They, get, they got a little more time to get acclimated. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's yeah. true. All right, let's go to the next one, DK. What we got? Ravens under, or excuse me, Ravens sacks over under. The line is set at three and a half, five in week one. Uh, Glenn, I went under on this one. This one was also a little tricky for me because I could see them really putting the pressure on and, and, uh, and getting, cause if he's going to try and force it, he's going to try and extend some plays. You know, you get one where it's just a, uh, a, a, the guy, you beat the guy in front of him. It just happens too quickly. 
Uh, I don't know. This one was tricky for me, but I'm going to say they get three right under. I think that half is what does it. Man, I hate agreeing with you, but I, I do. But I wouldn't be shocked at all was if they go Was this one hard for you? Like It you, was. Man. If DK would have put it at – I mean, he put it at the perfect spot because he I think did. that's really – that's a that's a really tough one. And, look, we all say it under, but I think we all wouldn't be shocked at all to see this total go over. Yeah. And, look, we might be respecting the Texans too much as a whole, right? Mm -hmm. But I think they're worthy of respect. Now, do you think they'll beat the Ravens? No, but I think they're worthy of respect. Okay. All right, let's yeah. go to the next one. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, wait. Was that the last one? Why? I feel like. Yeah. Dang. I feel like that was only a third. All right. Let's do it. Uh, first tie, uh, uh, tiebreaker. Total score over under 43 and a half. Yeah, I'm going over on this one. I, feel, I This one didn't take me too long to answer. I feel good about this one. It's pretty low total. Yeah. I'm, I almost want to take under just to be different because I don't want to tie. To, I, I mean, I feel like how many did we disagree on? Let me see. Just the more. first one. Dang, dude. It's a shame you're going to lose because of that. But um, we all agree again. I'm always going to break a 60 yarder and you're going to one of those in the first quarter. That would not be good. That would not <laughs> be good. Uh, but I think the this could be a scenario where it's like the Miami game where the Ravens get there by themselves. That's to right. The over under total. They don't need any help from the opponent. Uh, I, I think I think it could be a big time game here in Baltimore. We'll have to wait and see, but we all predict over. All right, second or second tiebreaker, the last tiebreaker is the Ravens total yards closest to the pin wins it. DK says four hundred and ten. I think he's just paying homage to four ten sports talk with that one. That's my prediction. What do you think, Jimbo? Yeah, so I'm I'm going with three set. Oh, see what you I just you know Hold what? Hold on. Hold on. What happened? Really? What happened? Really? <laughs> Dude, what happened? Oh. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, you see how you see how this works, That's ladies and weird, gentlemen. Dude, how that I'm not even gonna bro. need it because I have faith in our rushing attack. <laughs> what That's all I'm dude? saying. Look, anyway, I got I've taken 370. As the closest yeah. to the pin, and I, speaking of pin, I've been pinned in by one Glenn Martin. What? Don't let him rewrite the script on you. He pinned me in. What's your number, Glenn? I just look at his like-minded thinking. I think you're. Oh, you're is that what close, it is, dude? You're almost there. You almost nailed it. You said three seventy. I say three sixty-five because oh, we're. Okay. I mean, we are like on uh -huh. the wavelength here together. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Oh, I love it. I love it. You know what's you know what's a bummer too, Glenn? I had no intention of pinning you in. And but you, you did it. I did, but not knowingly. I not knowingly. <laughs> and then you changed your number knowingly. You changed your number to strategically pin me in. Well, I guess. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I mine was a little more premeditated. Mine was a little more oh, thought out. Yours was premeditated and mine wasn't. They're very distinct. You're like a little more. Just a, just a How did you not notice mine when both Dude, our I, scores When read? I put in my answers, I don't want outside influences. I don't like that because then I so feel like I start to second guess myself. Fingers? Mine no, I literally just go bang, DK's... bang, 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 bang. That's it. All right. DK, hands. do you believe him? Do you think he saw our totals? Uh, he throws his hands up. He doesn't know what to believe. Man, right? All right. All right. I'm with DK. I don't know. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. We'll never know. Only you and the big guy upstairs will know. Uh, let's right. go to it's just Quan. He says likely goes off in the playoffs. Who do you start next year, Jimbo? I'll kick this one to you. If likely has yeah, a both monster get on the field, I don't care who's the starter. Okay, 
I think they're both a lot out of two there. tight sets, right? Yeah. Why not? Right? <laughs> yeah. Unless you, hey, run three wide. Just put put one of them guys out as a wide I was receiver. Say, and you can put both either or. Yep. Throw them both. Either either one you want. You know what I mean? They're so versatile. And you know what and I love? I keep seeing it on Twitter, Jimbo. This is huh. funny. They're saying, "Well, we, we we have missed Mark because we've missed his blocking. Let's make sure he's out there blocking." So hold on, Mark Andrews is now he's known now just relegated to a blocking? blocker. Yeah, get out of here. Man, things have changed. Things have Man. changed. Hey, shout out to to Likely for doing his thing, dude. Dude, he's an he's an animal. He's a he's a nightmare mismatch problem. Doctor Uncle Bob, the one and only. Uh, Doctor Roundbrain, aka. Uh, we ready to take it all. Believe that. I think we are gonna scorch them through the air. The overall pasty is suspect at best. Purple pain, baby. Thirty-one twenty. I love it. Like now, it. Truth be told, Jimbo, I heard Doctor Uncle Bob was gonna make a public apology to our quote Niners expert. Uh, that he didn't do. So he had the opportunity, well, chose not to make the public. Apology. I'm just more. I'm just more hurt that that Bobby didn't say anything about my hair this time. That's no true, comment dude. about the hair, dude. Is, no is not, comment. Am I lacking, Bob? What's up, bro? Man? I think you did. I think it looks pretty good, man. You don't even need a haircut. I know, man. You know? Yeah, look, good. I'm expecting double time, Bobby. Yeah, what's up with that, Bob? I mean, first of all, he yeah. picked he picked the Rams to win the NFC. So did I. Hey, I, I picked him as a dark horse. <laughs> so did I. I picked the Rams. And doo-doo. Uh, but but I'm excited for this game. I hope you guys, and I'm sure you are just as excited. If you're not, get excited. If you're not excited, go back and watch the BetUS commercial. It's all you need to do. It's all you need to do. Uh, but I cannot wait for this upcoming game. I'm sure you can't as well. We will be here right after. Ladies and gentlemen, it is win or go home. Whether we win or go home, we will be here to to uh, enjoy the win, to commiserate, whatever the outcome, we will be here. So make sure to join us right after the show. Uh, I think that's it for us tonight, folks. Oh, also, I'm publicly apologizing to our San Francisco expert and Jimmy. Hair is, si what is six and one. Glenn, I can't hear you. Nope. Got to hit the power button. That's why. Sorry. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Technical difficulties. That's all right. Um, all right, oh, public oh. apology. What? What's up? What's up? Oh, oh, sorry. Look, dude, your 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 tagline is getting some traction. Be here or be square. Yeah. yeah. After the game, be here. We'll be here no matter what. That's See right. <laughs>